I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is uh, create a safe place because uh, you're welcome here, first off. Uh, so it's a safe place where you can set aside whatever has been keeping you up, whether it's uh, tossing and turning, thinking, uh, feeling, sensing, stuff, uh, you know, general stuff, specific stuff, uh, time stuff. Whatever it is, uh, you know, there's stuff that people can relate to or, or uh, that people at work, they say, huh, that's, oh, really, you know, and I know that, you know, I talk about this, but, uh, you know, one of the things about this podcast and the safe places, geez, I can relate. And that was one thing when I have trouble falling asleep is the people that can't relate. It kind of causes, uh, you know, is that angst? I think it is angst when you say, you say, geez, we can't sleep, huh? Well, that's weird. You say, no, 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 it's not weird. It's just if I can't sleep. Well, have you tried to have you tried a, a application of bomb on the back of your neck? And they say, actually, I have. Believe it or not, past three nights I've been rubbing bomb on the back of my neck because uh, because uh, it was trying to counter something that was keeping me awake. Huh, bomb didn't work. Hey, well, why don't you try? Did you try counterclockwise bomb application? Works for me every time, but I, but I don't have trouble sleeping. And then you say thanks. I loathe you. By the way, uh, have a good day. Uh, so so this podcast is an alternative. The safe places. Jeez, I know what it's. Uh, it, if you can't sleep, it sucks. And uh, I mean that uh, from uh, you know that uh, this is the place uh, where your heart is. Uh, and this podcast is is my attempt to, to say, hey, let, let me put this out there. See if it can put you to sleep. Uh, some of you use lulling, soothing tones. Pointless meanders, a like a languid pacing, uh, pur- purple pl- prose is that, that a thing? I think it is purple prose or some kind of prose. It'll be on prose overloads at some point. You see, I think that you say, I don't know, somebody get a, I think that was already a marketing campaign for one of those uh, uh, snacks, but not prose overload. It could be, maybe I should start a poetry newsletter. Hey, do you like poetry? Well, this is poetry. I know prose over, do you love prose? Actually, do you know what prose is? Do you, no, no, that wasn't my question. Do you love prose? I do. Well, you should sign up for prose overload. Or it could be, I guess the tag, I'd have to write more, but they'd say, well, the tagline, you just bought yourself. You, no, we just put you on prose overload. You say, I don't know what's wrong with him. He he, he can't stop talking. And uh, he's got a case of prose overload. Uh, you say, well, what does that mean? He said, well, it means he'll get out. You probably get on your nerves. You should just nod your head. Get, get yourself some earplugs. But anyway, I'll use things like prose overload. You know, actually, over, you'd say, and I'll run things. You know, sometimes I'll use a, I get a, Sometimes I get distracted and sometimes I get a thought, you know, I get a caught thought, right? like prose overloaded. Now my, you know, it's caught in my brain. 
Uh, but the whole idea is I'm going to distract you from whatever it is that's keeping you up at night. With the theory, you can't really think about two things at once. You can't really hold those both in your mind. Like your thoughts about what's keeping you up and your thoughts that are keeping you up or your your situation that's keeping you up. You know, there can be a lot of uh, running uh, storytelling going on or, you know, just thinking or maybe you're doing some figuring or whatever it is. Or maybe you're saying, huh, prose overload. You say, what ha- what would happen in a case of prose overload? Would there be more? Would, would that lock your prose down? Would that? No, I can't. My prose cannot be, uh, you know, word that starts with P, you know, propped, pre- prevented. Uh, I wish I had a better one, but yeah, my, you know, it, it just, it, it, uh, I don't know what happens. I, I'm, I'm not here. I, I'm in, you know, you're more, you're thinking of results based. This is a process based podcast, actually. Sorry. Uh, my prose is process based. Sounds like you're just saying nonsense. Well, I'm trying to get back to this. I'm, believe it or not, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. And that's an example of a thought, you know, that, that, that can go through your mind at bedtime or mine or during a podcast intro. You say, would you, did you just open the door of my brain to criticize me about my use and misuse of prose overload? And then that part of you wants to spotlight time saying, no, 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 I'm just trying to help you. You know, not embarrass yourself uh, with your, you know, use. And I'm trying to enhance your use of prose overload because you're, you know, because of your deficiencies as a human being, I figured if I could prop you up and just, you know, push you a little bit to, you know, to use prose overload in the proper way, you know, probably, you know that certainty we're always striving for probably would help with that. But you just go ahead and do it your way. That's fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, I mean, well, I, you know, that's my job. So ideally, if, if you like, uh, that's the kind of stuff I like to get distracted from at bedtime because they say, "Oh boy, man, not again." We, we, they say, "Who, who, who, what, what evolutionary step gave me a, a part of my personality just dedicated to prose, sh- you know, shaming my, mis- you know, vocabulary?" I say, "Okay, well, that's him, vocabulary." Uh, I don't know what do I call you because my vocabulary is so limited. You say vocabulary jerk. That's what you are. But, but here's a little controversy. I actually, like, I'm using jerk in the lighthearted sense because these parts of us, or these parts of me, I don't want to speak for everyone else. Uh, they're they're really uh, just doing the best. They're sympathetic. They're doing the best job they can. Okay, like, move a little bit over here closer to the mic. Uh, they don't know they're terrible. Like, they don't know how terrible they are. They're the heroes of their own story. Uh, so they're just doing the best job they can. For, you know, questing for certainty, you know, protect, you know, all that stuff. Uh, and they don't know they're keeping They say, well, you'd, you'd sleep a whole lot better if you could use, pro, you know, say, okay. You know, prose overload could actually be funny. And, you know, if you weren't, you know, if you took my advice... And you say, okay, well, actually, I'm not getting in bed. Uh, I'm, I'm actually doing a podcast. Again, I'm focusing on the podcast intro. So I don't know if, any, if anyone could follow that. If you do, you have my deepest sympathy. <laughs> if, but uh, the podcast interjects in there, and you say, okay, Scoots is rambling, and you just listen to me. I'm going to be as lighthearted as I can. Uh, I'm going to send in my voice across the deep, dark night here. 
it's either take your mind off of stuff or keep you company. Or, you know, if you have an alternative use of this podcast, uh, I heard recently someone was using it to strip strip paint off the walls. Because I said, what, what are some alternative uses for the podcast? They said, someone said, yeah, I should use it to strip paint. And they said, really? I say, okay, well, do you, I said, by the way, you owe me, I sent them a bill. Haven't, you know, haven't heard back from them. I think it was, I think, I, I think it was a goof, but. Anyway, I'll be here to take your mind off stuff. Uh, you know, say, hey, well, like you can listen to me. And say, what's well, you see? He's uh, he's 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 kind of engaging. Like he'll kind of take me. You you can listen to me, and then whenever you want to stop listening, tune me out. You you can stop pressing play. You know, uh, whatever it is, uh, you know, you, you drift off whenever you wait because there's no you know you you don't owe me anything. You don't owe me listening or remember. You don't have to remember. Uh, you know, if I asked you to do something at the beginning of the show, it'd be great if you could remember that. But it, it, this part, you know, you don't care to really remember what I was talking about. You know, and sometimes my, my attempts to make sense will just devolve like this. But the main thing is, like I said, I, I know what it feels like not to be able to sleep. I've been there, lying there, being pestered by different brain parts. That they, you know, they think they know everything about prose jokes. A prose humor, you know, like there's some sort of uh, prose humorist or something. And they say, well, that doesn't exist. Uh, and I say, well, it's not going to exist with you criticizing me. I'll tell you what. The, the, the prose humor tour. And I say, you're right. That's not a good. Uh, you're right. Okay. We'll see. We could work as a team if it's not bedtime, maybe. Never. But uh, uh, anyway, what I'm trying to say is that this podcast is here uh, to take your mind off stuff, to distract you. It's a sleep solution. It helps some people fall asleep. It works for, for people. Sometimes it takes a few tries. It's a sleep offering. You put it on. Ideally, you know, as I like to say, I don't know if I have the power to make you smile. But, you know, turn your lips like you like into, uh, you see, I don't, I don't give you emoji, emoji level faces. You say, well, that's the most boring emoji. You say, well, yeah, but can you see that little wrinkle in the upturning of the lips, the bare, barely upturning? Uh, but I want to take your mind off stuff so you can go to sleep. Uh, and I hope this podcast can help you out. If you're skeptical or it's your first few times here, I, 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 bravo. I can totally understand that because there's so many things out there that guaranteed to work. This one, guaranteed, I don't know what, you know, who knows? I hope it helps you. But it, I, all I can do is do my best. And, yeah, let's just pause for anybody you see, this is your best. I said, believe it or not, it is uh, best intention. And yeah, you see, Jesus, like, uh, I mean, I was, this is a, this is a, like a little personal uh, re- reality in here. It's like late on a Sunday. I was literally like, I set a time to start recording because I procrastinate. I get so nervous about making these podcasts. And I get, uh, you know, like a little bit hypercritical, like, oh, boy, the recording's not going to go well or it's not going like, to meet my high standards. Uh, but the reason isn't, like, because I'm uh, in a quest for perfection. It's because I want to do the best I can. And I just get, ner- you know, I'm just a human being. I get nervous about performing on the mic or be, you know, internal critics, outer external critics. 
But then I tell myself, hey, Jesus, all you got to do is sit down and, and record and do your best to be there. You're just trying to help people uh, fall asleep and, and take their mind off stuff. And then I, then I, then I want my instinct again is to worry. And then I say, okay, we'll just start, you know, let's just start. We got to do the opening, then we'll do the beginning of the show, and then we'll go from there. You know, geez, well, maybe we'll put a couple of sleep, people to sleep. Wouldn't that be nice? Because uh, that's all I wanted was either a little bit of distraction, which I got through the radio, through Dr. Demento and Weird Al, and these people that took my mind off stuff, or someone to just come there and sit there at my bed and say, hey, that seems pretty rough. You can't fall asleep. You know, I, I don't really have any way to fix that for you, but I could sit here and hang out uh, with you for a little while because I can see at the look on your face and, and, and I say, I'll just keep you company. And that's really an honor, an honor for me. If you, if you can, you know, if I can do that for you and if I can't, I'm sorry. Cause I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep and I appreciate you stopping by. Uh, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at sleepwithmepodcast.com. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does the, does the theme music for this episode and edited it. I want to thank uh, Jonathan Mann, who does the lullabies. He's over at jonathanmann.net. I want to thank uh, Scotty and Jennifer on our honor, on our artwork. Uh, Scotty and Jennifer on our honor, on our artwork. Jonathan Mann, I want to thank all the people that support the show on Patreon, uh, that sustain the show monthly, and all the people that support the show through PayPal and Venmo. If if you want to join join and help keep the show going, you can go over to sleepinmepodcast.com slash support. I want to thank, uh, we have a Facebook group the listeners do over at sleepinmepodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank the uh, moderators over there, uh, Laura, Lida, uh, Julie and Jennifer, and Sarah and Summer. And also thank you for, you know, having couplets of... Uh, First names, uh, it makes it, you know, it makes it, you know, pro, more prosy, a little more prosy, if you don't mind me saying. And that's it. Let's get out the show. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sleep With Me. Uh, this is a, this is going to be a first, I think. Uh, I don't know how many people w- watched uh, too much TV as a kid in their formative years, which would have been for me. You know, well, I guess I'm still formulating, but I don't, I don't watch as much TV now as I used to. But back in the day, uh, and I think that now they're bringing this back where TV shows have crossovers. Like you do have uh, now some of these CS shows or the Chicago, there's three Chicago shows. And I think they have like little crossover episodes where where, you know, like characters would appear on one person's show or uh, stuff like that. And I've been, been wanting to do this with some other podcasts. And finally, I said, well, and she said, like, my friend Blake makes a half-hour intern podcast. And the links will all be in the show notes, and I probably talked about it in the teaser. And I said, geez, like, we were just talking and we were kind of sharing, you know, supporting, you know, kind of talking about ideas and how are we going to, 
And he said, well, what about one of these, you know, crossovers? Like when, uh, he said, can you give me an example? I said, from TV. And he said, well, from a specific example. And I said, what time? I said, and the TV shows that I used to watch that I don't remember where there was crossovers. I said, I don't think Perfect Strangers and, and Blake's a little, he said, Perfect Strangers. And I said, I don't think they had a crossover, but they probably should have. I said, like, if a character, and I said, oh, boy. I said, like, Seinfeld and Friends, I don't think they ever had a crossover, but what if they did? And he was still looking at me. And I said, like, uh, and I said, well, and I said, don't worry, I'll figure it out. And so Blake was in, is nice enough that, he, like, believe it or not, when I'm recording this, I was supposed to go on his show tomorrow. And we were going to do this crossover thing, and we were going to work it out. Uh, from Blake's website, this is what Blake's website says about it. Every day someone somewhere is doing something awesome, working hard in a career that once seemed like a dream, picking up a new hobby that will change their lives forever. Every day someone somewhere is being brave and leaving everything to follow their passion. This podcast is their story. Yours will be next. Uh, but it's a kind of a podcast about, geez, what is it like to do this job? Or what is it like? Uh, you just go over a half hour and turn check out. Trust me, and Blake's like this this great host, and he asks great questions. Relate, but, but so we're going to do, anyway, that's the good news is you have a great podcast to listen to. Uh, the complicated news is, so I was supposed to, so... I've been listening to a lot of the episodes, and one thing is, like I said, Blake's got this great energy going, and I don't know him super well, but I guess I, I've, uh, okay, here's the situation. I'm recording this because uh, I think Blake got too excited about some ideas, and, and uh, he's not here to record, like, uh, he's not here to, like, we're going, okay, let's do this, and we'll figure it out. And so then I said, well, geez, let me track him down. Let me see if I could find Blake. Uh, and so I tried to get a hold of him. And he's, he's, and he, he's an ethical, he's a very thoughtful person. So, of course, as a maker of a, a sleep podcast, I already was like, okay, ideally, but Blake is, uh, has gone on some quest, uh, like an, an antagonist free quest. Uh, but I don't, you know, I can't totally believe that. So I said, let's, 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 like, this will be the crossover. You know, we got to track Blake down. I mean, at first I was, like, kind of worried about myself. So I called, there was a grief counselor that was on the show. And I called, I called, I got a hold of them. And I said, hey, you And I said, I got all these feelings about you. He said, he was, like, supposed to be here. He said, well, are you experiencing grief? I said, well, I think I'm in denial about being experiencing grief right now. And he said, well, how long? I guess this was a little bit too soon because what time was Blake supposed to be there? And I said, I think right now, like five minutes ago, I think. And he said, how'd you get my number? And I said, well, I said, have you listened to my podcast? No. I said, well, she said, well, uh. You should take a Do you have a few minutes to talk about my podcast? And he said, no, uh, shouldn't you be trying to find Blake? And I said, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. 
And then I said, okay, well, I think I know Blake well enough through the podcast to know what's really going on. And I, I guess I'll have to, you know, kind of, I don't want to, like, uh, give out my theory yet because I said, well, I've been listening and I've been charting, uh, like, where Blake uh, focuses his attention sometimes. And I, 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 I had a good idea of, uh, of what was happening, but then I said, well, I, th- I, I said, I think he's left America, to be honest. And unfortunately, I was talking to myself, and I said, okay, there was a foreign aid advisor on Blake's show recently, so I got a hold of them. Again, you know, so do, he said, well, how did you get this number? And I said, actually, I'm calling about, uh, you know, Blake, the podcast host. And they said, oh, Blake's the best. And then I, I, said, oh, yeah. I said, have you listened to my show? Uh, and they said, w- I thought you were calling about Blake. And I said, and they said, what's going on with Blake? And I said, I think he's on a quest. Uh, do you want to help me? And I said, yeah. they said, of course, if Blake, you know, Blake needs help. And I said, okay. He said, I've got to get, uh, I said, I think I've narrowed down his location. Uh, and he said, well, I said, so I need some, I got, I got to like, I, they're not, I think he's traveled outside of America. So can you give me some aid, like aid, like you're a foreign, you run a for you work for foreign aid. I said, can you, can you give me a grant immediate? Do you, do you guys do immediate grants? And then he said, did you listen to the podcast episode I was on? I said, I did. Uh, that wasn't my question. No, I said, can you do, do, can you send the money? Uh, what's the quickest way? And he said, well, he goes, we, we do like NG. And I said, oh yeah, I'm totally NGO. Like I'm going to go get Blake. Uh, and I said, believe me, I listened. I said, listen to it this way. I think Blake's on a positive quest. I'll be honest. And I think from listening to a few of the shows that he's attempting to few, there is a possibility he's gone too deep. Like he's become the half hour intern. Uh, because I think I saw him, like, uh, it, this could have been a dream, though, too, like making a bandana that said the half-hour intern. And then he was tying it around his forehead and talking to himself in the mirror. But that could have been a dream. I said, but, I, you know, sometimes I work based on dreams. But I said, he, I, I, uh, I know, I'm pretty sure I know where he is. And, and you know, I'm, I realize we don't know each other. But I guess I got to get to the point. What... Uh, and then he, again, he wanted to explain to me about, it. and I said, I realize how foreign aid works normally. And I, I said, I realized that, uh, you know, that, that there's a, you know, that you got to do, you know, whatever you got to show. I said, do you ever do any grant? Could do, do you think there's any grant writing you could do for sleep podcasting? And he said, what does this have to do with Blake? And I said, I, I said, nothing. I was just trying to, like, I, I said, I'm not good at building rapport. And the only, the only thing I'm good at talking about is my problems. Uh, but, I, but I'm good at going and doing. Like, I'm not good at rapport. Uh, so I'll be honest with you. I just need your help to go, 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 go track Blake down. And just we don't, but so we, we so I can get this podcast episode done for myself, you know. But but I said we got to go get Blake and make sure. I said I'm pretty sure this isn't going to be the best thing for his podcast if he's crossed over. 
And he said, wait a second, are you saying that Blake's, and I said, exactly, that's what I'm saying. Blake has become, the, I said, I think he's like uh, become two. But, we, you know, we got to get Blake back, not the, the half-hour intern. You know, Blake, 90% of the time, then the half-hour intern. And he said, wait a second, are you the guy that's confused about who he is, about his podcast and his reality? Like, do you have a student? And I said, buddy, let's not talk about me. Let's talk about Blake. Let's focus here, please. And he, he said, okay, where do you have to go? I'll, he goes, I'll, I'll get it paid for. And I said, well, I thought you, you liked Blake so much. You should know, you should know where he is. Where do you think he is? And then they, you know, the guy started to get, he goes, I can help you get there. Can, can you? And I said, well, have you been listening? I said, uh, you know, if you, and then he said, come on, please. I, he goes, I'm ready. He goes, I'm ready to buy a plane ticket. And I said, well, actually, I was hoping you would say it so I wouldn't mess up the pronunciation. Does that give you enough of a hint to guess where, uh, where, where he might be? And the guy said, no. And I said, I think it's grown, grown again. And he said, can you say that again? I said, Groningen, Groningen, Groningen. And he said, he goes, I'm Googling that. How do you spell that? And I said, Groningen, Groningen, G-R-O-N-I-N-G-E-N, Groningen. And he said, okay, I got it. He goes, why do you think he's there? And I said, well, it sounds like a lovely place. I've been meaning to, uh, you know, put it on my, my, my places. When, once my unrealistic expectations are met, I'd like to go there, not to find Blake. But this time, you know, this is all business. Uh, and he said, what business are you in? And I'm in, I'm in the crossover podcast episode business today, sir. And he said, well, why would Blake be there? And I said, well, you know, I don't want to speak on Blake's behalf. And, you know, when you cross over, you know, from a, like when you host a podcast that comes out more than once a week, something happens to your brain. I, but this, this is this is this is just a theory. And it, as you get deeper and deeper and, you know, you know, from talking to Blake, he's got that empathy and compassion going and he's actually really interested. Uh you know, I think uh, you, you start to, to to become, and he said, I think Blake's just being himself. And I said, well, I said, there was a time. I said, but I have to believe. And he said, didn't you say everything is always about you? And I said, not, all, I said, not when I'm in action, sir. I said, did you get that ticket to Groningen? Groningen? Gro, I said, I don't know how to do it with those extra I-N. Groningen, Groningen. Finnegan, Beginnegan, Igrinigan. And I said, that's like the most bike friendly uh, city in the world. And he said, is that why Blake's there? I said, no, no, no. And he said, well, why is he there? And I said, well, I'm loath to, 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 I said, I have to swear you to secrecy then. And, and I can only hint, uh, I can only give you hints because I, I got to, you know, I don't know if I can tell you to be honest with you. Well, he said, okay. I said, the longer I've been thinking about it, because I haven't totally been listening to you. Did you get that plane ticket? And he said, yeah. And I said, did you get me a return flight? Because I don't know if I want to come back, because it, it sounds like the greatest place, and in, 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 it sounds like a great place to go. The bike, biking, cafeing. I don't know if I'm cut out for that lifestyle. I like being on a bike. 
And I imagine myself being able to uh, sit at a cafe. And they said, what about Blake? He said, oh, okay, Blake. I said, I do have a theory that I've developed over listening to his podcast. Uh, and, you know, he said, cause, and he said, well, when did all this happen? I said, uh, he said, let's see, I talked to the grief counselor. And then I called a couple other people and left voicemails. Uh, then I called you because they said I better just get get to get to get to this location. Uh, I said I think I developed a theory before Blake was late to this appointment. And he said that doesn't sound like Blake at all. And I said exactly, he's a considerate guy. So I said right. And he said, I have one other theory. And I said, what's that? He said, are you sure you didn't transpose any numbers when you were uh, setting up your appointment? And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, how did you know what time you're... And I said, well, I don't I don't necessarily write things down. That's how I avoid transposing numbers. I said, listen, I'm not comfortable revealing why or where. I said, is the ticket paid for? He said, yeah, go to the airport, right? I said, which airport, by the way? I'd prefer... And then he sent me the, the flight details. And then, uh, you know, this is obviously like, okay, so so I'm going to get on the flight now. And by the power of podcasting, it'll seem like, you know, let me see, let me paint you a picture of me whisking uh, across the Bay Area to one of the great airports of the Bay Area, whisking. Uh, through the regular lines there, flawlessly taking my shoes off, visiting the uh, the, the meditation room in the, uh, in the airport so that I can, you know, stay calm, uh, boarding my flight, uh, uh, realizing it, and then I'm trying to Google, but, but not having enough to figure out if I needed a bike because this is going to grow. This city is like the most bike-friendly city, as I said. And I said, and then I had other questions. As I said, you know, then I got on the flight. I said, well, I'm going to chart out my theories, like a Sherlock Holmesian thing. And then the poor person, you know, that sat next to me on the flight, I started to explain to them. And I said, you better download some episodes before the flight. And then they said, okay, half-hour intern, right? I said, no, no. No, I said, me. You know, my body. And they said, actually, maybe you should. They said, maybe we could, you know, cr- compare notes. And then they, they changed seats. Uh, it wasn't a full flight. If you're lucky for them. And then, you know, I tried making small talk with other people. And, you know, to be honest, like uh, a little bit more about myself, you know, with uh, you know, with, with this whole, uh, you know, I can't believe I have to, I can't play a lot of video games because uh, I have an addictive personality. And my theory involves one, one of these games. This is a, as a flight to see. If this was a movie, you know, we'd see the line from, uh, I don't even think, I think this person was nice enough uh, to give me a direct flight. Uh, but again, I don't know. I was in the zone, you know, like uh, I was doing mind mapping which basically was do you know doodling they call it that's what they that's what mind mapping in them uh, but I developed a theory because I know Blake likes video games and I can't play video games because it's uh, luckily the podcast keeps me so busy that it's just easy at this point in my life I can say well 
you could like you you know how you are so you could play you could make the podcast or you could play video games but if you start playing video games you won't be sleeping you won't be making the podcast and recently one of the consoles went on sale and i almost bought one because they said well so you know it's on sale hundred dollars off uh all-time low in price but then I said no. And then there's this other game, handheld game that's blowing up right now, uh, which I suspect it had something to do with Blake's, uh, Blake, Blake's be- being absent from uh, the immediacy of our crossover. Uh, and, uh, you know, but I haven't been able to download that game on my phone because I said, well, what's going to happen? Like, I can't download it. It's just that simple. And luckily, when I keep it simple like that, I keep it simple. Like, then I don't play the game and I don't download it. Uh, so I don't have to worry about, uh, like, you're getting immersed. But, and I guess at this point, I should add, the game is called Pokemon Go. And I was in Florida for last month for this family thing. And one of my brothers was playing it. And I couldn't even, I could look at the screen when he was doing the thing with the ball. I don't know what that's called. The, uh, uh, that's one. The only thing I know is you got to catch them all. Was that, that was the original Pokemon, and then everything else I know about Pokemon goes from the half hour listening to Blake's interview. Um, but 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 I I know I can't play the game because I wouldn't. I mean, the good thing is you play it outside, so that would just at least mean I would be outside walking. But it would mean the end of the podcast. And stuff like that. And people say, well, couldn't you do it? And I say, well, no, there's, I don't have that ability. It's either no, don't, don't download it. And actually, this was with some of the people working on the flight. I was having this debate. Like, I'm like, you know, in heroism, what should I do here? Should I download the game or not? Because I'm trying to be, be a hero. And they said, you know, it sounds like a hero. Blake does. And I said, well, yeah, and he's a hero in, in need of my assistance. And they said, uh, assistance, how? And I said, immediate, I said, immediate assistance. And they said, why? I said, well, he's, he's on a quest and I need to check in with him. And then they said, well, shouldn't you just leave him on the quest? And I said, well, we had an, we have an appointment. We had an, like, a. I said, I said, I need, I said, we're doing a cross. I said, do you ever watch TV? Did you see any of the TV shows that we're doing a crossover episode and we're going to, we got to do it. So, the only way I could do the crossover episode is if, and I said, and now this is the crossover episode. And then they said, well, maybe you should think about downloading the app then. And they said, well, I could just follow. And then the, I said, I guess I'll just follow the people uh, that are downloading the app. But I also had to come up with a plan. But so I get into this beautiful city. And I get, get, get into the town center and I get a bike and, and then I kind of forget. I hope Blake doesn't. I kind of forgot about Blake for a couple of days because they had uh, a wonderful person working for the foreign aid. They had set me up. I'd even, I said, I'd like to go to some embassies. I said, just in case Blake said any embassies. And they, they actually got me, I got a tour of the American embassy. And then I tried to host a podcast meetup, but I got mixed up, and then I got a flat tire. But you know, and I tried to hanging at cafes. They didn't really work. I, I could pace around near a cafe, drinking coffee and writing, and then pacing. And this city was perfect for that. Plenty of wide open space. 
so for a time, you know, I guess I, you know, I went off the grid, uh, and I was just, you know, and then I, then I said, Oh, what about Blake? And cause I said, what am I going to, re- I got to get a podcast episode released. I mean, you get, you get, you guys listen to podcasts, you know, where my, my concern lies. I wish I would, you know, but I said, well, maybe this is, it can be, I can still be heroic. Uh, so then I started asking around when I'd see people, groups of people stopping their bikes and looking at their phones. And I would, you know, I tried to be cash and I'd say, look over the shoulders. They said, oh, yeah, I got to catch them all. Oh, boy, do you. They said, what in the name? And I'd, I like to lean, you know, my elbow with, you know, I like to have some style, some flair. And I also also bought a, a shirt. Uh, Ended up, it wasn't, it wasn't the right language, but they said, I love Pikachu. Because they said, that'll, you know, that'll put people's guard down. And people just, they laughed at it. Uh, P- Pikachu, I think it was Pikachu. And, you know, they'd say, uh, like, I'd be, and I also had a Pikachu hat with, uh, like, lightning, like, lightning bolt, bolt ears, I think. And also, when I was riding my bike, I would pretend my bike was powered by lightning bolt ears. And I would sing... And so actually I developed a bit of a following. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Uh, so then I got distracted again. And I said, well, geez, who, do you, are you here to just catch one Pokemon or are you here to catch them all? And then they would say, Zap, what's that? And, you know, and then these the people of the world were, were there. And of course, it's after they figured out, they say, catch them all, of course. And so then... Oh boy, I guess this is a little bit embarrassing, but then I started a business, uh, Gotta Catch Them All Tours. Uh, by the way, it's patented in case, I mean, it may be trademarked already, but uh, where I would tour around bike groups and we would catch, a, and then there was a bit backlash because we were catching all. And again, I said, I don't play the game. I said, you know, I said, I just, uh, you know, I just, you know, I, I just, uh, I just guided these tours. And then they said, what brought you here? I think this was an interview. And I said, whoa, the biking, the, the, the catching, the, the, you know, the, the Pokemon, the poking, poking, Pokemoning, uh, the cafe, the cafe, the anticipation in, in one day I'd come back from the nostalgia of living a cafe lifestyle, but I, I'm not cut out for that. I said the lovely people of, of of your town that I can, you know, of uh, your lovely city, uh, the most biker friendly city in the world, by and the most Pokemon. And then some people started to say I was a nuisance. Uh, so then there was, you know, papers going back and forth. And I realized, oh, wait, I'm here to, because then I said, oh, wait, it's almost time for a release. It's two, you know, almost Tuesday. And I said, okay. Uh, and again, you see, what did you, at one point did Scoots have, and I said, this is about Blake's break with reality, not mine. So then again, I started probing people during the, the tour, which actually, there was a cease and desist or something. It wasn't, it wasn't in, but, uh, so I lost my Pokemon, got to catch them all tours. I think it was, a, I think, you know, it was acquired. I didn't get any money. And I was working for tips, but it mostly was like the people who paid me in laughter, uh, which is, uh, you know, laughter and and, uh, and strange looks. Uh, but so, 
I started asking around. I said, has anyone seen a man? And he says, no, this, is a, this isn't the biggest city. So then I began to wonder uh, if the, you know that I, uh, well, first I had forgotten that I was there to help Blake. But then I began to wonder if he, he was really there, you know. And so I was asking around. I said, has anyone seen a man with uh, like a, uh, like a headband on, and then they said they sent me this club, you know, rock club, and I said, I don't know, some sort of club. And if you listen to Spikes, you know, me and clubs are like oil and water. So it didn't take long. I said, yeah, is this Pokemon, Jim? Because, oh boy, Pikachu and I have got some push-ups to do, you know, to get ready for the ball. big, I said, is it you do the big boss battle later? And they didn't, but I said, I'm looking for an American in a headband that says, gotta catch him. I said, what was his headband? What did his headband say? And they said, we don't know. And I said, and then, and then finally I found somebody that the, the guy that was interviewed on the podcast, this, this planner. And, well, I didn't find him. He found me. He said, I heard you're looking for Blake. Blake's the best. And I said, you're right. Uh, and he said, did you just get here? Let me know how I can help. I said, oh, yeah, I just got. And then people would say, you know, they called me the Chew over there, like the Pikachu, you know, Pikachu, the Chew. So they blew my cover. That I been. I said, well, I've been here undercover, you know, waiting to find Blake. I didn't want to, you know, I don't want to frighten him off. That's it. And he said, well, he goes, what's your theory? And I said, you know, I was listening to this episode, and Blake was talking about trash and pollution. And I said, I think he, he wants to find a way. And I said, this is just, this is all circumstantial, but probably 100% correct. I said, he loves video games, and he just, he, he says, geez, let's, let's make our city a little bit nicer. So he dislikes, uh, uh, what do you call that when you throw garbage on the ground? And he, 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 he had the word for it, but I, I don't remember it. And, and, and I, I said, like, I said, loitering? And he said, no. And I said, oh, littering, littering. And he said, correct, correct. But I said, like, uh, so I think Blake is, is here uh, or somewhere else. Uh, but I, I have to hope he's here since it's been a while, you know. I got to get this episode out. Uh, but I think Blake's attempting to fuse Pokemon Go uh, with uh, like a like a anti not anti litter like a pro like a, I don't know I, I just heard this emotion in him this time when he he was talking about traveling in litter and people's relationship to litter and saying hey well let's just not litter. And since he, I'm thinking he's gamified delittering the world via Pokemon Go. And he said, well, what makes you say that? And I said, well, all the time I've spent in your city, I said, this is one clean city you got here. One, I said, is this the most bike-friendly city in the world? And he said, it is. And I said, 40 years ago, was this city bike-friendly? And he said, no. And I said, that was the most, from your episode, that was the most impressive fact, uh, I said, I said, that was great. And he said, have you, I said, do you listen to other podcasts? I said, do you have any trouble falling, getting to sleep, falling asleep? And then, of course, he, what does it have to do with Blake? I said, well, he said, okay. He said, tell me more. And I said, I think, I said, I, I, I can't play Pokemon Go, by the way. So I said, 
I've designed a theory that because uh, the Pokemon has that red and white ball. And I said, that's the perfect size for picking up garbage uh, on the street uh, for litter. It's a litter-sized ball. And he, he looked at me like, uh, I'm going to get this look a lot. Uh, but, but he said, wait a second, you almost have a point. And I said, you're right. I said, he, I said what if uh, Blake has figured out a way to flick that ball? At the, I said, are those things, co- did, did, did you like my Pikachu shirt? I bought 50 of them, so don't worry. I'm not wearing the same shirt. And I said, to be honest, I don't, I don't love Pikachu, but I, 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 love, I like Pikachu a lot. I, I don't know anything about Pikachu. But I said, I think he's developed a way to, 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 to you know, a crossover. And he said, is this in the code of the game? And I said, well, no. But I said, I have a way that we're going to track Blake down. And he said, how was that? I said, well, I, I figured he had a headband on, but I'm not getting any, any, any ideas from his headband. And he said, well, how do you know? And I said, doesn't that make sense? I said, clean up the, look at how clean your city is. Uh, I said, when you flick the ball to catch the Pikachu, I said, what if the the little, I said, the, 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 whatever those things are, the Pokemon are, are uh, standing on a piece of litter. And then when Blake throws, you know, when you throw the ball, you're also supposed to bend down and pick up the litter. And he said, he goes, man, Blake is brilliant. I said, you're right. He, I said, I, I said, I, I can only, you know, be, be, pretend to ponder the workings of his brilliance. But I said, I think that's what he's doing. And he said, how would he accomplish that? And I said, well, we, I said, I, I got it. I said, let's go get a hold of this, the video game. I said, Did you? he goes, oh, yeah, the video game historian. And he said, what's your plan? I said, okay. So I said, let's get a hold of, I said, this is going to be some inception level stuff. Are you ready for it? And he said, actually, I got to go to a planning meeting. And I said, we'll plan on having a city full, free, free of uh, pollution because, uh, you know, with Blake on the case, he said, aren't you here to take him back to the U.S.? I said, yeah, yeah. And then he said, I got to go to this meeting. So then I had to do my own inception level thing, which was to get a hold of this video game historian. And then I got a hold of this uh, turtle expert. And then it, this part was really long, so I won't totally waste your time with this part. Uh, but basically, you know, for it took them forever to say, well, I'm a historian. And I said, well, we're, we're about to make history. And then the person said, well, I'm just like a, t- a turtle biologist. And I said, exactly and then I said, then they said, what are you doing? And they said, well, I'm going to take some nine volt batteries. And they said, we're going to find Blake. And they said, you guys have to trust me. And they said, for Blake, we will. So I said, wow, this guy I said, I wish, I wish I had this kind of, uh, and they said, well, maybe if you thought about it. And I said, okay. Anyway, I said, uh, I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. I said, do you know what a Koopa Trooper, do you know if they're called Koopa Troopers? They're the ones, the, the turtles on Mario. There's something true. Are those the, the turtles? And they were, and they said, "What does this have to do with Blake?" I said, "I said we're going to have to cross over into like uh, augmented reality or whatever." There's another word for it now. I said, "And I think it's enhanced reality." I said, "That's why I have these nine volt batteries." And I said, "I'm going to need your your both your help." I said, first of all, I said we're going to need uh, the code for a Cooper Trooper, or whatever they're called, the the, tur- the turtle." 
And they said, not the red turtles or the golden ones, the green ones. Because those red ones are the, you know, those are the trouble, you know, the green one. And they said, okay, okay. And I said, okay, now, I said, clear your minds. Uh, and, you know, whatever, you know, if that's not the right word, that's fine. It's the green turtle from Super Mario. And they said, okay. And he said, you know, I'm not very good at Mario Kart, but they said that they could be relevant to this plan. And they said, how so? And they said, well, I'm going to cross, I'm going to augment my reality. And then they laughed hysterically for, they said, they said, well, maybe I'll just try to enhance my reality. And they I said, this is all about, and they said, well, if it's going to help Blake. And they said, wouldn't your reality be enhanced if each time you tried to catch a Pokemon, you picked up a piece of garbage, a piece of litter? And they said it would. That's why we love Blake so much. And I said, they said, they said, I'm pretty, and I said, never mind. I, I think about my, t- and they said, okay. And they said, you're grinding your teeth and you're not talking. I said, okay, anyway, p- picture the turtle. Let's just say it's a trupa. And they said, okay. And I said, now, I said, use your minds. And they said, is this going to work? I said, I said, I got two uh, nine volt batteries plugged into each other in my fist. I guarantee it's going to work because they're heating up right now. And then one of them said it, and then it became like an action movie for a short time because they said that's not a good idea. And I said, if I was worried about a good idea, I wouldn't be in the most bike friendly city in the world uh, trying, well, now trying to save the day. And then they tried to point out that I wasn't save the day for my episode that comes out tomorrow. Uh, for the people, that, and then they said, oh, well, people do count. And they said, technically, and they said, these can we get to the point because actually the 9-volt batteries are getting warm. And I said, picture the turtle shell in red and white colors. And they said, okay. I said, really picture it. Don't get distracted. And then I said, picture me riding the turtle shell. And then they giggled for a while. But then they said, and then soon... I felt myself riding, and, and, and you know, this is, sounds wild, but then I was riding a, a, originally a green turtle. I mean, when you combine the power of a turtle biologist with the power of a video game historian, with the power of 9-volt batteries connected to one another, uh, kids, don't try any of this. This is, a, a don't, you know, this is in the hands of a... Uh, but anyway, anything is possible. Believe me, when, when you know, reality was augmented and enhanced at the same time, as I flew through the city, which luckily was easy to train, you know, to get through on a turtleback. Now, I did have to spin a yarn as people saw me shooting through the city, like either on, some people, you know, it was augmented and enhanced at the same time. So some people were seeing me in the reality and some people were seeing me on their phone. And, you know, once I got control of the, the racing turtle shell, and it also is fun. If you ever get a chance to ride a uh, Mario Brothers turtle, you know, you could have so much fun, like, talking to the turtle. You see you in there, like, leaning forward. And then, the, you know, the turtles, they can get a bit grouchy. But this one, he said, I love that. I love half hour. And I said, I said great, buddy. Don't worry about it anyway. So then I did spin a yarn that uh, I said, holy cow, I'm on, I, I said, like I had asked around, like, what's the rarest to Pikachu? Uh, and then that blew my cover. So then I said, Pokemon. 
Pokemon. What's the rarest Pokemon? So then I said I was riding whatever the rare Pokemon was. And so pretty soon everybody started to uh, follow me. And then I got to this town square. And I was riding, like, riding it around, and people are trying to, like, like uh, within the Pokemon, I think I crashed some servers. Unfortunately, maybe not. That's allegedly, allegedly. You know, but all these people were trying, within the augmented reality, they were trying to throw their balls at me, their, their Pokemon, whatever they're called, their things, the red and white things. And I don't know if I changed into a character or not, uh, but then I, you know, it, that was a little bit comedic, uh, I'll be honest. Uh, for, I don't think for the people, people were so into this game, though, they weren't finding it funny. Because uh, I think, and, I, and then I, I, but I was saying, like, we just leveled up to the turtle and stuff. So that was fun, that part. And then I was, you know, saying, got to catch them all, like, with a Doppler effect. That was, that was cool. But then I said, once the crowd had gathered and, and stuff, and then people were all trying to figure out, like, and I said, I think I know what to do. And they said, what, what, what? And I said, you know, uh, like, start to, I got to slow this turtle down. And then the tur- you know, turtle didn't like this. And I said, turtle, it's for Blake. And I said, oh, okay, it's for Blake, no problem. So then I said, throw some uh, basura, you know, some trash in my way like bags and cups, and, and so that'll slow the turtle down. So then people, the whole square started to fill with, uh, w- you know, waste. And before that, it was like uh, like st- strewn with, it was, you know, pristine. It, now it was strewn with waste. And then me and the turtle were running over it, so then it was like, uh, you know, making it worse and making a mess. And then finally the turtle, get, you know, got tired of me. Uh, I think it was started me before, but it was trying to do what was right. And then I spilled out into a pile of garbage. And then, uh, you know, I guess then the reality was de-augmented and de-enhanced. And then, you know, the crowd, after booing me, uh, the crowd, it didn't really disperse, but people were milling about, you know. I mean, actually, I think people were becoming, they said, wow, this is great. You know, we can talk about Pokemon Go. Uh, but then as I lied there in, in a pile of trash, I just started to hear, like, uh, the sound of, like, uh, trash being compressed by a stick and then picked up. And then I look up, and what sweet face do I see but Blake uh, looking down at me? And he said, Drew, what are you doing down here? I said, Scoots, by the way. I said, I said, do, do, I said, I said Blake, thank goodness I found you. And then he he finished, he said, let me just go clean up the rest of this garbage here. And I said, I said, Blake, so, and I gave him a hug. And then, and then I said, thank goodness I found you. I've been so worried. And he's like, oh, thank you. And I get the sense that he was playing along with me. But I said, we were so worried about you. And he said, Who? And then, you know, all the, you know, the urban planner, the foreign aid, uh, video game story and Lance, all these people, they started coming. And then it was like a, like, it was like a, it was like an anniversary episode or something. They were hugging Blake. Uh, then these CEOs came in, he's heads of these NGOs and they were like, Blake, we, we, we can't believe you're, uh, 
your brilliance with this idea of using uh, they said, you know, obviously we can't do that because we're, you know, the, the game is already, but they said, we, you know, and they were just hugging him. They gave him a bunch of medals. And then, uh, you know, I, I, unfortunately, I, the only medal I got is within my heart. Uh, and also then I said, how am I going to, and then they, like, and then they, they carried Blake around the square and all the guard. And then we went for a bike ride and that was nice. And then I said, geez, Blake, I said, I, I was so lucky to find you. He goes, yeah, okay, because he goes, I was worried about you. And I said, please don't say, and he goes, yeah, because I got to, you know, our interview spot and you weren't there. And I said, oh, and then I said, eight, six, I said, were you there August 16th or uh, 6 p.m.? And he said, yeah, yeah. And I said, oof. And then I looked at my hand. And he said, what are you looking at for your hand? I said, well, something that was written there a couple months ago. I said, oh, boy. And he said, and then I got worried. And he goes, then I asked around. And he goes, I knew I had to come rescue you. And I said, well, I appreciate it. I said, well, why were you cleaning? And he goes, well, the, he goes, I saw that garbage. And uh, I decided, and he goes, I think this is going to work out pretty good. And I said, well, you're just, I said, you're just such a good listener that people really like you. I said, I was on, uh, and he goes, well, what were you doing? I said, well, nothing. I was on, I said, uh, you're right. I was on a quest. And he said, well, what were you questing for? And I was like, well, to spread the, I said, I went over there to let everybody know about your show and to let them know. And I, I said, it was a publicity stunt for your podcast. Now, don't worry. It, it was, a, it was an experiment. And he said, really? And I said, well, he said, accidental publicity stunt. He said, like the best ones are. And he said, he laughed, like, and, he, and he patted me on the head. And I said, yep. I said, it was an accidental publicity stunt. And I said, I don't know if I got any listeners for your show, but I said, I think they're going to put a statue of you up there. And I said, also, I said, didn't you get a medal with Pikachu on it? He said, I did. I did. And he said, I heard you got to ride a turtle. And I said, well, yeah. I said, so my, I said, it's even, you know, you have a statue in one of the great cities of the world and a Pikachu medal. And I rode a Koopa Trooper. I said, totally, totally worked out for both of us. And he said, well, you did get a podcast episode out of it. I said, well, you're right about that. Holy cow, you're right. And he said, so it all worked out just fine in the end. I said, I said, is there a moral to this story, Blake? And he said, if I've learned anything from all the interviews I've conducted, he goes, it was all the people. And he said, is it? and then he started to talk about somebody. And I said, you know, I think the more, I guess I interrupted him. I said, I think the moral of the story is, I uh, got to catch them all. And, they, and he said, and I said, I said, or I could do it. I said, half hour intern episode, just got to catch them all. And then he like, I think he was still talking. Like, uh, I think he had some really deep moral too. Cause with the grief. And I said, Hmm. But I you know, I didn't get that. Unfortunately I didn't record him. So, you know, that's it. Uh, uh, sleep with me podcast and the half hour intern gotta catch them all good night
Another new naming scheme here. A new, you know, uh, what are those called? Domains. Uh, they're trying to pitch some of the people that support this show. So saying, you know, this would be a good way to say thanks for the support to like a dot Rachel, uh, dot A to the D, uh, a ton, uh, dot Liz B. Uh, you know, for all your you know, for all your needs within these uh, dot uh, Tristan C uh, dot Adia E uh, dot Jushana C uh, dot Summer G uh, dot Laura K. This would be just a great way to uh, say thanks and good night to uh, dot Janice M uh, dot Eunice K. Uh, dot Christine M. Uh, dot Julie S. Uh, dot Max B. Isn't this, I mean, it's, it's just talk about it. let's personalize the internet. Just give everybody their own day. They say, no, please, Scoots. Uh, dot Brooke. Uh, how about dot Lauren B. How about dot Brandon C. How about thanks and good night to uh, dot Bridget L. And they say, will you do the paperwork on all this scooter? No, probably not. Dad Bridget L., did I pitch you on this one? Dad, how about Dad Emily J.? Is a certain ring to it. Uh, Dad Paul E. Uh, Dad Kelly M., you can't say no to this. This is too good. Uh, Dad Heather O. to the D. Uh, Dad Molly K., thanks and good night. Oh, this, uh, this is what I want uh, to say thanks and good night. Uh, Dad Anna B. Uh, that Brookby, you see, we could it could be alphabetized. That's the other thing. Does the internet work on an alphabet? Uh, that Fatima H, uh, that Rob H. Uh, see, those would be would those be under the H's or the R's and the F's? Uh, that Nora N, uh, that Alicia M, uh, that Tupamara M, uh, that Amy S. Uh, uh, dot Andrew J. Those would be the, like you could go uh, thanks and good night to dad. Those people, but those are on Patreon. That's too many dots, though. Thanks, dot and dot and good night uh, to the You know, maybe, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? And then we have some more uh, dot, uh, dot thanks and good night dot uh, people, PayPal dot com dot Christopher W. Thanks and good night. Dot Sarah G. Thanks and good night. Uh, dot Brian F. Thanks and good night. Uh, dot Catherine F. Thanks and good night. Dot Olivia P. Thanks and good night. Uh, dot Sarah M. Thanks and good night. Dot Dot uh, uh, Dot Jacqueline T. Thanks and good night. Dot Diane S. Thanks and good night. And then, like, on uh, Venmo, dot Venmo, dot thanks and good night, dot uh, uh, Becca E, thanks and good night, uh, dot Amanda G, thanks and good night. Uh, and so, I think that'd be, that'd be, those are all my proposals for the domain, the domaining, domaining of the internet for my, you know, thanks and good night purposes. So, thanks everybody and good night for the support.